fire is crackling. The whiskey is in my glass, or actually my cup. And uh, we're here on another beautiful episode of this beautiful podcast. What are we at now? 11? 11. Uh, yeah, this is 11. We uh, my made the, an episode benchmark, I guess. So we're at we're at another unique spot. This is the first time we're recording at the current property that we're at, which is your your father's old property. Yeah, burned up in the campfire. Yeah, just missing, like missing a house, <laughs> just like eighty percent of yeah, like all parody scenes. Yep, it's a beautiful location, man. We're in his old uh, what would you call it? Like yeah, I grew up here. I I lived at on this location for what. 20, 21 years? Yeah. 21, I think. Yeah. And we're out in his little cabana or what, what, what used to be his cabana or a greenhouse, greenhouse, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's a lovely spot. We had a couple of good conversations out here and now hopefully we're going to have another good conversation today. Oh, it'll be good. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it will be good. But uh, we're double dipping again on the whiskey. We got the, um, we got the Telemore do this time again. Right. I can't. Remember how I reviewed it last time? Yeah, what, do you, what, what do you think this time? It's not really... No- it's forgettable? It, yeah. <laughs> it, nothing yeah. stands out. It's not bad. It's not It's not black velvet. Yeah, it's not black velvet. But Is anything black velvet, though? Only black velvet. <laughs> only black velvet's black velvet. Yeesh. We're going to have to do a black velvet episode. <laughs> uh, right. That will have to involve some sort of coke or... Cocaine? Whatever. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm sure that would help. <laughs> no, it'll all, uh, yeah, that's one of those has to be in a mixer, sort of. It was made to be in a mixer. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I wish that was the slogan. Black velvet, <laughs> made to go in a mixer. <laughs> Do not drink straight. You're an idiot. Oh, man. Government warning. That lovely bonfire is blown right in my face. Damn you, bonfire. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. But... Insurance helps. <laughs> well, I can feel the heat though, which is nice because it's cool. It's kind of kind of chilly up here today. I wore shorts like a fucking idiot. Shorts yeah. and flip flops, and but you got a sweatshirt on, so I do, which is keeping me toasty. And this lovely fire is keeping me toasty, and the whiskey's keeping it's me pretty helping, toasty. Yeah. yeah, it can only help. <laughs> so if you're listening, drink along because <laughs> it can only help. It can and only all help. Of life so here, here's to you, all you beautiful listeners. <laughs> Glasses up. Take a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Because on this episode, we might need one. Because I thought with the current news, I mean, it'll be a little dated when this comes out, but it's always relevant. They'll they'll still be talking about it. People will still be talking about it. And, uh, of course, we're talking about abortion. And (laughs) I thought it's a good conversation to have. It's a needed conversation to have. uh, It's happening. Important. Yeah. But maybe a disclaimer, like, this is me speaking, (laughs) take it with a grain of salt when two men are talking about the abortion issue, right? right? So, for me, this is one of those instances where I think those most directly involved should be having the conversation first. So, women in this case, if it came to racial issues like black people, Mexican people, people of color, whatever, you know, whatever demographic you want to choose. Uh, should have the conversation first and white men especially should take a step back for once because we've been so goddamn vocal and in charge for fucking ever that it's time for us just to, just to be a little quiet sometimes. Now you can, yeah, you, of course sure. you can have the conversation like we're having, but just, uh, yeah, maybe a nuance here in that take whatever I say with a little bit of a grain of salt because I would never have to, have an abortion for myself. You know, I would never have to make that decision. So no, no, that's an important disclaimer. Yeah. White people have a hard time with disclaimers sometimes like that. I don't know. That's just (laughs) what I found. Like on the race issue, it's like, well, I can have my opinion. It's like, yeah, of course, but hold on. Just be quiet for a second. Do your due diligence and be quiet. Maybe do some reading (laughs) before you open your goddamn mouth. You big trap. I uh, no, I, but I, I think, I think everybody should be able to, yeah, obviously have their own opinions. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and just because you say something, it doesn't mean that people have to listen. So That's true. keep that in mind. Yeah. 
Yeah, no one else listens to this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But And I think an important thing to remember when you have a conversation like this is that being really, really hardcore dogmatic about things and loud and obnoxious is never, like, helpful. So, like, the people who, like, yell at people who are going in, at women who are going to get an abortion at a clinic, like, if you're picketing and you have big signs, you're fucking yelling. Yeah. When when's everyone when's anyone going to change their mind when someone's yelling at their face? Like, oh yeah, you make some great points. I never thought about it that way. That doesn't happen. It just like it breeds contempt and like even if you had a solid point to make ever, no one's going to hear you if you're yelling at one another. Right. If if you're saying it with respect, if you're not yelling at people, they may not like it, but you'll still plant a seed. Yeah. But if you're yelling at people, I think maybe that seed might get swept away. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Even if you have a good seed to plant, like no one's going to hear you if you're yelling, mm-hmm. you're acting like a dick. <laughs> if you're not heeding the advice yeah. that we give on the show, don't be a dick. No, they'll just go listen to somebody else. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so with that being said, I think, uh, I don't know. It's a, t- it's a tricky one. It's a tricky, uh, I saw a John Oliver piece on it. It was a couple years ago, but only like 19% of America, and this is 2016, so it might have changed, but only 19% are like absolutely no abortion. Absolutely. Cut and dry, 100%. Boom. Done. Okay. Seems a little high, but okay. You think it seems high? Uh, I don't know why, but yeah. Huh. To me, it seems low. I mean, so that means what? Let me do some mathematics. 81% are... At, even at minimum, like in extreme circumstances, are okay with abortion, or should think that it that it's a thing that we should do. So, like the like the the way that I don't know what study this was. This was on John Oliver. Like a certain percent are totally hundred percent open to abortion at all stages, all whatever. Okay. Then there's like a, in the middle, which is like yeah, in in some circumstances, maybe not in others, and then another demographic were like yeah, but only in extreme critical situations like rape or the mother's health is like at risk. Right. And then 19% are like cut and dry. No. So 81% is like, okay, okay with some form of abortion. It's only 19. Do you think that's still high? No. I mean, low. No, I think I would say that that's spot on. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. A fifth almost. Yeah. Roughly. That does sound about right. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it's the most staunchly conservative people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm guessing evangelical yeah. for the most part I, I mean that's just a guess i mean i don't know yeah i mean i'm sure there's other demographics i can't list any off the top of my head yeah that's um, probably a big one though but yeah uh well i mean what would you say within evangelicals <laughs> like uh 70 percent are what would uh 70 percent of the 19 percent or 70% of evangelicals would be anti-abortion? 100%? Would, uh, would be 100% anti-abortion. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I think even most evangelicals would fall into the abortion is generally not okay, but only on rare occasions. Like, again, like I said, rape okay. or... But maybe they're split 50-50 on like, yeah, in extenuating circumstances and absolutely no. But I don't. I don't know. Should we do a, a poll? Should that, we try to, that'd be interesting. <laughs> it would be interesting. I'm, I'm guessing it would be a little bit higher than 19 percent. Maybe 30 percent would be 100 percent anti. Yeah. 100% oh yeah. Anti. They, evangelicals would tick that 19 percent up. Yeah. Among all groups, uh, certainly. But, but even so, like, okay. So if 81 percent of the people agree that it should be at least an option for certain situations, then I don't understand what these states are doing. Like Alabama, even, you know what, Pat Robertson, you know who that motherfucker is? You know who he is? Oh, you don't? No. Oh, he's that, or remind me. He's that old ass dude on Christian broadcasting (laughs) network. I think (laughs) did it it click for you. (laughs) Always says some crazy ass shit. Even he said that like this new Alabama abortion oh, law is extreme. Even Trump said that he's not Trump, 100% yeah. against uh, for it. Even Ann Coulter, was it Ann Coulter or T- Tommy Laren? Tammy Laren? 
one of these like always yelling white women who are always yelling. <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, Ann Coulter. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Ann. Coulter. I, it was I think Lauren or Lauren or Tammy Tommy. She's like a oh, younger she, version is of she her. On Fox probably, or it was at one point. Okay. Always she, yelling at at things. Okay. Like definitely on her throne of piety, <laughs> talking down to everyone. But she's some sort of. She's on TV. Yeah, she's a political commentator, very conservative. And a pundit, there's the word. Um, Even she was, like, speaking out against the abortion laws in Alabama. To some degree. I would think that would would have to say something. That has to say something. When I'm, like, nodding along with Pat Robertson, it's like, oh, (laughs) the apocalypse is happening. This is the end of the world. (laughs) No, all Democrats are against it, and quite a few conservative Republicans are against this. Yeah. Well, even if let's say, let's say you should be the right, the the stance, the the best stance to have is anti-abortion. Let's just say that, for sake of argument. When has criminalizing something like this ever worked? Like, you think that's the solution? You think criminalizing exactly. shit? Like, really? When we were talking about talking about this today, that that was the argument I was going to. I mean, it's it's the pragmatic approach. I mean, when has when has criminalizing something ever been helpful i mean has well they would say it's murder so of course we should what are you gonna uh decriminalize murder because that's their i mean they, they, they're saying it's murder it's right to murder no but i i guess what i'm i'm a pra- pragmatist in this on this issue uh, the war on drugs how well has that gone fail pretty big fail yeah I, i'm pretty sure nobody on the alt left or if you want to say the alt left nobody is saying yay progressives yeah Let's go murder some children. No, everybody, no, nobody is is murder some children. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone say that. Sorry, but no, I, this is the pragmatic approach. I mean, people are going to get abortions, That's whether true. it's legal or not, That's and true. whether it, if it's run by some seedy black alley abortion <laughs> center, yeah. chances are there's going to be more deaths. There's going to be problems. Than more problems than if it's totally. run by a, you know, a, above ground government run, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can get around that fact. No. You can't get around that fact. You can't. And that's why I think it's dangerous. Yeah. And it also doesn't take into account any sort of thing that happened in a negative way to the woman. Like a dude does not have to wrestle with this if he impregnated some girl, maybe non consensually even. Like, rapists are getting less time than these laws are allowing, or are, 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 like, the maximum sentence for some of these abortion laws are, like, pretty sh- fucking harsh. And some of these motherfuckers who are raping people are getting less time. Like, they're getting really short sentences. And it's like, damn, that doesn't seem... Even if you wanted to criminalize this shit, like, really? So, r- rape? Are you saying that rape is more permissible than a woman who got an abortion from a rapist because that's what the sentences are looking like those are the scales that I, they chose yeah. I, don't, I yeah i don't know how harsh they're gonna try to penalize this bullshit but some of the maximum like sentences even for like a miscarriage like, what the fuck are you taking into account a woman going through a miscarriage and then and then on top of that we're gonna criminalize this this is like one of the one of the worst things a mother could go through yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, if if your if your child or, or your uh, the fetus has some sort of developmental thing, and they're not going to develop in the womb, they're going to be stillborn, or they're going to be miscarried, or like it's going to cause all these problems, and you're going to punish you're going to punish that? Are you are you fucking serious? Like, are you, have you are you out of your goddamn mind? Have you thought this through? It does, whoever it legislated this shit, whoever wrote this shit, have you have you actually thought this through? Actually, I'm curious who actually led the charge now that you bring it up. Yeah, I don't really know. Like I said before, I'm like ignorant on who's who in politics, man. It's not really my. And like it really matters. It's just, I'm just curious. Yeah, whoever the fuck it was. Like this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Even, even coming from, even me trying to empathize with people who disagree and are like anti-abortion 100% all the way. Even if I try to put myself in your shoes, like, I, how is this your solution? This is the dumbest shit ever. It's horrible. 
And this is coming from a man. Like, I, I'd be even more pissed if I was a woman, I'm guessing. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, I would guess that we're kind of in the right position. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of it's, it's it's hard about, like, right or wrong. I mean, I, I, I think there are... <clears throat> the gray areas come into play when it's like, well, when is abortion okay? When is it permissible? And I think that's where most people are at. Like, put the no. 19% aside for a second. I mean... Yeah, just to be clear, I'll just put my stance out there. I I think it obviously shouldn't, abortion shouldn't be done frivolously, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I mean. Yeah. None of these decisions should be done frivolously. I mean, rape, incest, that's, that's where I draw the line. I don't, all life is obviously precious and, you know. Sure. I, I'm not sure that um, teens that had sex and got pregnant just for fun i don't think they should be able to get an abortion but i ultimately i i think that any soul that god wants to be born incarnated whatever will be born and if it doesn't happen on this try <laughs> if that baby just happening is happens to get aborted i don't think that it means that it doesn't get a second chance it's just, oh, like some it, reincarnation stuff i mean kind of yeah i mean yeah. If we're talking about the sovereignty and the power of God, I mean, I'm just wondering why, why or where the conservatives, if you draw the argument out far enough, why, why is it that a conservative would say that this person shouldn't be aborted? That well, they, I think it, I think the argument is that life begins at conception once the uh, sperm and the egg do their thing. And so that's where they draw that line. Like, this is why we can wear a condom, or, <laughs> right? But not have an abortion at six weeks or whatever. I, what, is it six but, weeks? No, I, I, mean, I think I, it's I, eight, eight, I, whatever the fuck it is. But I right. But I'm saying that what if that soul that was about to be born that got aborted? What if it? What if it got another chance? What if? Oh yeah. Well. Does, does uh, that does that like get the does that get you <laughs> off the moral hook? If kind of that's that, I mean kind of I guess that's that? what I'm yeah tentatively asking. Like yeah, of I, course, still yeah. no 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 baby should be aborted frivolously, but no. <clears throat> but I think there's so many instances where I don't know I I I, I don't really have a solution to any sort of thing like this. Right. That's the thing. And Nobody's so got like, a crystal ball. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and sorry, like. But you shouldn't be looking at me. You shouldn't be looking to me for the solution on this either, because I'm a dude. No. Like I, 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 uh, I can only speak with so much authority, <laughs> right? Which and, is not much. And what I just said, you know, maybe a lot of people didn't like that, but it, I, it's just something that I've been thinking about. Right. It's it's been rattling around in my brain, and I'm just throwing it out there. Right. Yeah. Some people are gonna get mad about a lot of things, but what we're saying is that okay anything we're saying is just nuanced. Like, it's just our opinion. Like we're not legislating. We're not, we're, we're not, not, no, not we're yet. not, not changing our mind with good arguments. Like, yeah. it's just, I got to admit, like I, I haven't studied this kind of stuff. You know, this is just kind of, no, like you said before, this isn't something that I'm going to have to deal with. Uh, at least I don't think. Sure. So I haven't really read up on it. Yeah. So. And there's only so many things you can read up on. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe we should read more on it, you know, yeah, uh, no, there's a whole stack of shit that I definitely want to read more on, <laughs> and it's I know, you know right? I mean, there's, gosh, I got so many books even in my office that I haven't quite read yet. Sometimes you just see shit at the used bookstore, you're like oh, two bucks. Right. Yeah, at some point I'm gonna read this. Like I gotta, I gotta get a little topping off. You want some more? Yes, please. You you remember the movie Passengers? I just spilled. Okay. Uh, Passengers. Yeah, you you and I watched that, right? Where they're yeah. like they're on their way to some fucking new planet, uh, and it, it all goes south. It all goes south. Yeah. Spoiler alerts. It's been out like five years, so <laughs> fucking you know, press pause. Go watch it if you don't want a spoiler alert. <laughs> but the the metaphor being that, what would you do if you just had like sixty free years on your time, and then you didn't have any, any other responsibilities, like. Would you would you read all of the books that that you wanted to read, or 
I mean, write the book that you always wanted to write. Well, I think I'd if do you both. had all the time in the world, what would you do? Oh, I think I'd do both. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I would definitely like if I didn't have to do anything for the next 50 years and I was by myself or something, I would, yeah, I'd get it. I'd build a sweet ass garden and sit in it and read and write. Right. Just for the fucking, right. yeah, sake of it. Right. I would probably, I would just ravage Netflix, just watch everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't do it all at once. I mean, no, I, I, I would, I would spread it out like over the, 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. I'd switch it up. There's not going to be any new shit, so. <laughs> no, it was a cool movie, though. It was, um, I mean, it had, it had its kind of cheesier moments, but it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Kind of emotional porn. Yeah. Yeah. It had a little Hollywoodishness to it. Hollywoodishness? But, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a word. But anyway, abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if I have anything else to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I do. I, I listen to uh, women. Go for it. <clears throat> I'd say no matter what your stance is, listen to women. Listen to women, maybe who have had an abortion, who are willing to talk about it. I think it's always important to whatever we're talking about. Listen to the people who it affects the most. I've never had to deal with the decision Seems of an abortion reasonable. with my wife, and I've never had to obviously have an abortion, nor will I. You personally? Me personally. <laughs> uh, I can't have any more kids, so <laughs> I'm guessing that uh, my wife's not going to have to deal with it. Uh, I mean, unless there was a case of, of rape. But then again, right. like, I mean, put, put, put yourself in those shoes. Okay, what if your wife was raped and she got pregnant? It's like, and you're anti-abortion. Like, may, like if you if you still want to raise a kid, I mean, you know, and your wife wanted to, okay. But if not, this is where I think it's it's one of those issues where you can't have like such a hardline stance like that. Yeah. You, you got no phenomenological knowledge of it, right? No tacit no, knowledge. It's not. It's not easy. No. Uh, no. It, you obviously, yeah, you have to take it case by case. Um, I think that's the case with so many things, man. So many things. Yep. Again, this goes back to like criminalizing shit like this is it's fucking it's the wrong approach. If you're anti-alcohol, it doesn't work. If you're anti-drug, it doesn't work. If you're anti-abortion, it doesn't work. I mean, I think if people are going to think about it soberly, that that's something that people have to realize. Prohibiting something doesn't it it it, it might only even help, you know what you don't want to have happen. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's what you think it's water to the fire, it's fuel. No, I mean Trump. <laughs> sorry. Always with Trump. Trump. <laughs> Always with Trump with you. Trump talking about all those authors that badmouth badmouth them. Him. Really seriously, he doesn't know that that's only helping book sales? Yep. Like There you go. I don't know. Does that metaphor work? I'm not sure. I think it works. <laughs> it works. It works. It's always like, uh, well, it's like that phrase, the, uh, the, um, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> well, you might have the best of intentions, but the no. way those intentions play out in a practical, pragmatic sense might be doing the opposite of what you think is, should be the end game, the goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. So whether you like it or not. You're, and, if you're anti, 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 anti-abortion. You criminalize this shit, and again, you're going to have these back alley or people giving themselves abortion or some shit instead of a doctor. Yeah, do it yourself methods, yeah. I mean, God, you know, no. No. It's like the the, the criminalizing heroin or something. That doesn't work. But people would not want to see a heroin clinic on the corner where you're (laughs) a facility run by a doctor who's weaning people off of heroin or something and, you, well, and you're treating it medicinally in a medical setting rather than a fucking yeah. you know criminal justice setting maybe they should maybe they should what maybe they should be okay with heroin uh addiction clinics oh for sure yeah for sure i think that would be a a sign of health it would it would definitely be a sign of health be like all right these people know how to at least treat a problem so if abortion's a problem for you you got to get criminalization out of your mouth. I mean, it just that that can't be your go-to stance. It just can't. 
I'm comfortable saying that. I'm pretty gray when it comes to most things mm-hmm. abortion. However, I'm pretty cut and dry when it comes to that kind of... No, and just generally, uh, I'm pretty sure I know what happens when things are prohibited. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been studying Gerard enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean... We got to talk about Gerard. Yeah, we're going to have to. We got to talk about Gerard and Watts, because mm-hmm. that's our... Watts is your boy, Gerard's my boy, yeah. and we got to do a whole. We got to dedicate a whole episode to one of these. Each. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna Beautiful read motherfuckers. up. I'm gonna read up just to do justice. I mean, for Watts uh, and Gerard, no, for Gerard. Yeah, I mean, because I know how important he is to you, and I want to do due diligence. I'll have to do, do justice. I'll yeah. do that with Watts too. I've read <laughs> um, his Zen Buddhist Buddhism book, Intro to Zen, or uh, one of those. Um, uh, I forget the title. I'm really bad with titles. I don't know about you. I even I mean, have to think I, about my own subtitles and shit. The books I wrote. I'm like, well, what was the subtitle? I should that? know better. I don't. I don't know what it is. Uh, something intros in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. I do. And I think I read most of the wisdom of insecurity. Okay. Or some of it. Right. Some of book and a half in. I want. I okay. We need to dedicate us at in the next five years. We've read five books from that author. There you go. We can do a book a year. There you go. That, that's no, my, that's that might doable. be unfair to you, though, because Gerard's books, some of them are kind of <laughs> things hidden. Oh, right. Since There's the foundation a... of the world is like 500 pages and <laughs> dense as fuck. And... Doesn't, doesn't he have a thousand page one, or is that somebody else? No, that's someone else. That's um, Douglas Campbell, 1,200 okay. page book. I can do 500. 500 in a year for sure. That's, okay. That's no you can do things hidden. I'll give you the... Okay. I'll... Oh, that was tree stuff. I thought it was rain. Okay. We're, we're trying to beat the rain because i'm not doing another one of those podcasts man i'm not doing another one of that shit i was so fucking wet after. <laughs> right down the ass crack oh right? my god yes <laughs> i didn't get a fungal infection for those concerned <laughs> listeners out there but yeah that was not i don't want to repeat that so it's the the weather's holding off right now god wants us to get this abortion conversation <laughs> out there you got a 30 percent chance at Eight o'clock, so what are we at? Yeah, we're at 7.05. We got another hour? Oh, yeah, that'll put us in an hour and a half. That's perfect. I don't know if I can talk another hour on abortion. I think I said what I... No. Yeah. I'm not the authority. Don't fucking listen to me. But, but this is my say. If but this care. is my say, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, happy about abortion. I think it's a no. tough decision. No, I mean, if you don't come <laughs> but, at abortion with uh, just a sober... Uh, uh, what's the word? Sober's- no, nobody is happy about something being. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fucking kill it. No, no, no one's doing that. Have empathy, have grace. If someone has an abortion, don't shame. It was probably the toughest decision they had. No, totally. No, so, if somebody if you're gonna judge them, fuck off. Somebody <laughs> chooses abortion. No, if you say, yeah, yeah. So we can move on from that. I think uh, I think that's good enough for that. So oh, uh, sure. The next. Uh, at least half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour is on the table. So what can we transition from abortion to? I don't know. I wish we could take a caller. <laughs> do we have a caller? <laughs> My operator says no. <laughs> we do not have a caller. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much shit going on in the world, man. It's hard, it's hard to think. I mean, it seems like... Things are falling apart just on all fronts. I mean, environmentally, politically. Oh, my God. Is it falling apart or are we just more privy to it all? That's the thing I always struggle with. I think... Do we, I think, do we even forget what it's like in a pre-internet age? I grew up without the internet, but I don't even remember. Well, that's the point. I mean, I think politically we might be blowing things out of proportion. Sometimes I think we do. Environmentally, no. I think we're screwed. Um, that's a big one for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I do worry about some crazy motherfucker pressing the red button nuclearly. Right. But I don't, I don't know that I do. I think, I think that Kim Jong-un is, he seems to be pretty smart. I think that Putin is pretty smart. I don't think that they're going to invoke the, the Holocaust. Holocaust. (laughs) I mean, not the Holocaust. I mean, the end of the world, the apocalypse. Right. Whatever it is. I mean, if anybody's going to do that, I think it'll be Trump. Um, but I don't, I, think I don't he think, would. I don't even think he would. The shit he's doing with Iran is kind of... I mean, I haven't... I don't know that much about Iran. I haven't... Well, I think we're doing something like considering... I mean, 
who knows what we're going to do in the next two months from the time this comes out. Like 120,000 troops to Iran. Yeah. And the one thing, I'm just going to, I'm going to lose all of our listeners. The one thing I like <laughs> about Trump is not that I trust him when he says this, but when he says he's a non-interventionist or non-intervention, you know, in terms of foreign policy. Yeah. He, he campaigned on that. I didn't believe him. That I didn't vote for him. No, but, but that's but, true. But that's, that, that's along the lines of where I'm at more politically in terms of and foreign I think, policy. And I think that's the other side of the coin of uh, nationalism. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really care for nationalism, but if it means that you're not putting your nose in other countries' affairs, sure, that kind of balances it. For me. I do, I do theoretically get on board with him there. Right. I say it theoretically because, like we've said, if he says one thing, it might be just the opposite, and that's probably <laughs> more likely than that he's telling the truth. So this whole shit would like. You're non-interventionist, and we're maybe going to war with Iran. I hope to God not. I mean, that another war? Are you fucking serious? It doesn't look likely. I hope not. But I hope not. No, if nothing else, I mean, Trump has not put us any unnecessary wars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean, go we, stoke we, the fire. Quickly. Yeah, go stoke that shit, man. <laughs> well, he hasn't added to him, uh, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Mike, Mike says no. <laughs> that was fire died down, man. It's starting to get a little chilly, too. You got to stoke that shit. Because we just started talking about Trump, so you know this conversation's got to keep going now. <laughs> Always with the Trump. The Trumpster. All right. I think we're good. We're good? You think that'll light up? I think you're good. It'll, it'll light up. Eventually. We've got a nice breeze. But, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on. I think the big one is, though, climate change. See, the thing is, to, to my mind, is that if, if, if the people who are saying that we're kind of fucked within the next 10, 15, 20 years, if they're correct, we're not taking drastic enough measures. No. Like, we, can, we, we cannot do the plastic straw thing, and we can no, and sign up to clean up our highways and do all this shit. Yeah. But is... That I'm not saying you shouldn't do that because I try to do that. But is that the band-aid to the fucking you have sepsis and you're putting a band-aid on your wound? And that's where I'm kind of behind the the Green New Deal. What, or is it called, what is it, the Green New Deal? Yeah, it's the Green New Deal. Ale- yeah. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Or Cortez. <laughs> uh, whatever it is. No, she said. Not to butcher your name, sorry. Everyone butchers my <laughs> name too. Uh, no, she said, you know, explicitly in a John Oliver clip that I watched that, yeah, uh, small measures like uh, making a basket out of your unused uh, hoses. Like that, <laughs> a hose basket? <laughs> a hose basket. Yeah. No, that that doesn't work. We have to take drast- drastic measures. Drastic, <laughs> drastic yes. measures. Yeah. And that's what's scary is that on the one hand, it's hard because you can only do so much. Like you still have to, like for my job, I have to drive all over the county all the time, every day, even if it's just for a couple hours, I still got to drive like sometimes 30, 40 miles and I could have a more economical car, but some of that shit is so expensive still to try to be green, to try to be organic, to try to be this and that. Like when you're living paycheck to paycheck and for the last five years we have been, we're not there anymore. We're a little above now, which is nice. Right. But I, because I've been working my fucking ass off and so is my wife. Oh, good for you. Well, but it sucks to be paycheck to paycheck. And you're like, oh, you got to yeah. do this and you got to do that. You got to get a new car. And it's like, I got a Jeep with 170,000 miles on it. But the hatch doesn't stay open and the CD player doesn't work and it leaks when it rains. <laughs> and I know I'm getting shit gas mileage. <laughs> but if I had to break down and get a new car, I can't. Af- I mean, I could afford it if it craps out on me, I guess. But it's going to be shit. I don't, I haven't budgeted for that. So a lot of people can't, you can't budget to completely subvert the entire system that we have. No, it's a crisis. It's, it's, it it it's, is a crisis. We is. have to figure out what, what the fuck we're doing on a systemic level. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, not just an individual. I mean, you could do the individual shit, but it's got to change systemically. That's the big problem. It's like turning in one of those big fucking tankers. Like a, 
you know, those big ships, the shipping, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Perfect yeah, analogy. Yeah. For three, he hits it. <laughs> nothing but net. You, I mean, you turn it, and it's like, okay, you might turn in three miles, but the iceberg's in a mile and a half. <laughs> no, and we have to come up with a genius solution right now. I mean, a million species are scheduled to become extinct. Like, oh my, oh my god, it's fucking horrifying, man. It's horrifying. That's why that going back to that argument that people have, like, it's so arrogant to think we can fuck up the the climate. And it's like <laughs> how there is no other fucking species who could be like, yeah, a million species went extinct, extinct because of me. Like a lion's not like I killed a million species. They're not even a thing anymore. A baboon can't do that. Crocodile can't say that. But a human being could be like, yeah, millions of species are extinct because of the way we do business. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> what? I mean, possibly beavers. I know that they have a huge effect on their envi environment, but... <laughs> <laughs> to fuck beavers. up the global species count? <laughs> no. No. No, and mm -hmm. it's pretty powerful, but I'm not... I think humility isn't the right word. I mean, like... Or arrogance? Uh, arrogance. I mean, the, yeah, the other side. The of other humility. side of it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Arrogance. I mean, I wouldn't think I, I'm so awesome. I, I'm responsible for a million no. species going to be extinct. Wow. <laughs> it might be. It might be some like false, modest boasting, <laughs> but it's not arrogant. No. Nope. Pretty sure. No one is arrogant. And be like, hey, what was your, um, what was your record that year? And you're like, oh. <laughs> Two wins, 78 losses, <laughs> and two ties. And you're like, man, you are an arrogant motherfucker. <laughs> like, really? We fucking, we fucked it all up. <laughs> How's that arrogant? Got to pick a better word, my friend. Right? Yeah. The thesaurus is your friend. <laughs> Go look that up. Thesaurus.com. <laughs> Find a better word. Oh, man. Oh, we'll see. The weather's nice right now, so I guess, I guess we're good. It's nice and cool. Especially for being towards the end of May, as we record, I guess climate change is fake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but but seriously, it's been raining. <laughs> it's been raining in May more than usual, right? Something like that. We're not in a drought anymore. Ski you ever, <laughs> you ever ahead. see those tweets that Trump makes? Said something about how cold it was, and he was like, "Guess climate change <laughs> isn't real." <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck he said. Yeah, I saw that. How's that climate change? It's like. You seriously don't know the difference between weather and climate? <laughs> I, I don't even know if I have the energy to respond to that. <laughs> no, that's one of those ones you just look at and laugh at and be like, really? This dude's so, seriously So I am on the, on the right side, yeah. All right. <laughs> this dude looks outside, it's negative 30 in Chicago, and he's like, well, climate change is fake. <laughs> what? <laughs> because it happens to be really, really cold for one weekend? <laughs> Right. This is not how science works. Don't don't mistake climate for weather, my friend. <laughs> Please. That's at minimum. If you if you get nothing else from the podcast, don't conflate weather and climate. That that might be where the argument starts, honestly, but yeah. Yeah, if you don't know the difference between the two, I really can't take your opinion at all. Seriously. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but you have nothing to say about anything with regards to this. At minimum, you got to know the difference between that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go go read some, I don't know, Alan Watts, <laughs> Gerard. Always read Alan Watts. <laughs> Come back and I'll listen to you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to read any of Gerard's later stuff. It's a little pessimistic. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. With regards to the human propensity to wipe ourselves out. Oh. Yeah. And there's some Gerardians who are like it. Michigan State, who are like anthropologists, like they don't care about the theological stuff. They're just straight anthropology professors and researchers. Right. They don't have a very hopeful <laughs> uh, view of our current trajectory. It's pretty. It's it's pretty depressing. Don't read too much Gerard if you're already depressed. Maybe read his earlier stuff, his theological stuff, but not his later stuff. Yeah, it's not looking Shit. good. <laughs> Shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, 
like the whole Girardian theory is, you know, not the whole thing, but a part of it is that communities unite at the expense of a scapegoat, right? So all of our collective violence can be poured onto one. So we just kind of find that. We got to find the one to scapegoat. No, see, the thing is, (laughs) the thing is, I mean, it it only works so far, right? (laughs) I'm not advocating it, it, but it only works so far. And it's been already exposed, you know. I mean, we we already see this, so ancient cultures wouldn't necessarily see it. And we've, Gerard would argue, the gospel has shed light to it. Um, there you go. So now that we're a global community, and scapegoats don't work forever, the community could completely collapse. Like if we can't, we can only pour our collective violence onto scapegoats for a while. I mean, it works for a little bit, but it only kicks the can down the road. At some point, there's a breaking point, and if we don't... Right. And the more global we become, the more and we become one community, now we're an entire community without a scapegoat that works, and in theory, we're fucked. <laughs> that's and that's the oversimplified is, version. But we're in a unique uh, position in human history where... Correct. I mean, we haven't... We've had more people on this planet right now than we have ever in human history. And we've been more interconnected. And we don't, and we, we don't have any scientific... Well, we don't have the data, right, of a population. Well, we have the data. <laughs> like, to be scientific, we need to have the data on what happened with an Earth that had this, um, this amount of population. And, and uh, yeah, and, and as far as I know, it's only happened once. But you know, maybe it's happened millions of times. But we don't have access to that information. Sure. Um. So. So we can only kind of speculate. Yes. You're right. <laughs> right. But as far as we know, theoretically, we have such a population and such an interconnectedness with the digital age, the internet, the more globalization of everything like there's no there's no tribes taking over other tribes like we're not like there's no land grab i mean there's re it's more resource grab like when we go into iraq or afghanistan like we don't take over the land like we just take the resources the oil the shit like that so there's not like these tribes with their god and this tribe with their god clashing like it did in the ancient world now we're so interconnected like i could send a text to some dude in netherlands like i can go send a message to someone in london right now like that this is unprecedented as far as we know i mean it could have happened it could be happening on even a bigger scale in some other planet right somewhere. But the, Who knows? the point is that we don't know the point is we don't know that's why it's just theoretically we could fucking destroy ourselves but like this is just based on theory not necessarily like we've never seen an entire population of human type creatures destroy the entire planet and they're i mean basically extinct themselves like like right. act like a cancer y- yes 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 I mean, cancer, I mean, yeah i mean it's exactly like a cancer mm-hmm. like a cancer thrives by taking over the host it creates a bigger and bigger tumor but the end game is the cancer's own death like the cancer kills itself and Okay, I think I think this this might be my main point is that we're just we're doing the best that we can with the information that we have and the information that we have may not be that great. Are we doing the best that we can though? Are we? we could do better. I mean, don't you think like are, like are people not are, are people doing things that are harmful just out of spite? I don't not out of spite. I think maybe out of selfishness. I don't know. I, I, I don't For sure. Know. I mean, ignorance, yeah. Ignorance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... But I think if we truly were able to step back collectively and see the implications of the, the road we're on, I think we would do a lot differently. Yeah. We would do a lot better. So maybe it is ignorance. No. Maybe it's a little selfishness. Maybe it's a little... Comfort. I mean, I... I don't know. I think there's definitely room for improvement, and there's no reason why we can't do that. Yeah, there's no reason as a species that we have to be analogous to a cancer. <laughs> we certainly could. No, analogies are just analogies. We can always yeah. rise, the, rise yeah. above them. Yeah, we don't have to be a cancer. Maybe we can be the 
the brain of the operation. <laughs> I don't know if you want to make a a biological, physiological analogy. I mean, the heart, the brain. <laughs> not a cancer. That's not the one you want to be <laughs> that, that synonymous be with. Extreme. Yeah. But it, it certainly seems that we are that. Like we're kind of keeping well, ourselves you, alive at the expense to, of a host. Yeah. If you're looking to draw analogies, yeah, of course. Humans can be analogous <laughs> right. to cancers. Yeah. yeah. That's not a good thing. Sorry. Yeah. I'm one of them, so I don't want to be cancerous. Oh, boy. This wind is picking up, I tell you. We are going to get some rain later, but it looks clear over there on the canyon. you got a lovely view here at this property. You can see it's, all the way across this canyon. It's pretty cherry. It is. It's totally cherry. I really hope paradise becomes pretty. <laughs> is that the right word? Uh, a fire. pretty small town? Yeah. 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 So much work to do, but I really hope for the people like you, and whoever lives here, whoever lives in any sort of disaster state that eventually you can make it right. Reconcile it, restore it. Um, yeah, it'd be nothing but the better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It is a, it is a nice spot. The, uh, the Sierra mountains are pretty man the the rockies have you ever been over the rockies no they're no. they're pretty cool but the sierra foothills and the mountains are pretty dramatic they're pretty cool some of those spots when you drive to like lake tahoe Truckee, anywhere up there reno right you take like highway 80 or 50 depending on where you're coming from there's some like yeah. fucking yeah it's pretty dramatic landscape man Wh what do you like about them i mean for me it's the it's like the contrast of granite and... Uh, I was just going to say that. Those big-ass granite yeah. rocks. And With then, uh, mud or earth, whatever. Yeah, I mean, dense forests. Yeah. And, yeah. It's pretty crazy. I could see, if you were lost up there, how it would be fucking horrifying. Like the Donner Party. People who came over to California. <laughs> Holy shit. No, yeah, right. Oh that, that's only from the comfort of my own trailer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I cannot imagine coming over a crest and be like, I think this is the last one. Be like, no, there's like nine more. Fuck. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, the West is pretty crazy. It's pretty dramatic. I can see why wild. so many fucking people it's died. Yeah. Like coming over here, man. That would have been a crazy time to live in. I always romanticize that shit. When I was a kid, I played Oregon Trail. <laughs> you remember that? I do. Be like, oh, this would be so fun. Oh, the fuck it wouldn't. You died of dysentery. In real life? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. No, thanks. On my Apple II <laughs> in <Right>. 1990. <laughs> All right, maybe. Sounds cool. <laughs> no, I write Apple II in my house. Right. Yeah. Yep, you already no, got your homework no. done. <laughs> no potential for uh, eating people. Yeah. No. God, could you imagine that shit, man? That's crazy. No, That's I can't. I've been pretty sheltered. I don't... It is, it's hard not to just, I mean, we live in a pretty sheltered existence at the moment. I mean, for the most part, or, or times are do. tough, yeah. but yeah, times can be tough, but not to that extreme. Like, Jesus, <laughs> some crazy shit, man, that some people have had to endure. I hope to never have to do that. Yeah. I hope I've already <laughs> dealt with that in a past life or something. Yeah, man. I've always <laughs> wondered about that. If reincarnate, like if I've existed before i think i have you think so i do yeah how many times do you think i mean not an infinite amount but no definitely in the thousands oh you think so <laughs> well what was your ex favorite experience <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you were i think you're you nobility I, I think i was a hawk on gold bluff oh. speech or something like that oh I you think, think you like different like not just a human experience but uh yeah like a stegosaurus. <laughs> uh, I'm not delving into the dinosaurs. Yeah. No. I want I, I would. I would imagine. I wonder if it's like whatever you like gravitate towards. Like you just have a natural gravitation towards. Like you maybe live. Like if you're like I've always wanted to play guitar, from the age of two or three. It's like you were some oh, sort of like bard sure. back in the day, like yeah. playing in some tavern. I mean, everybody dreams of flying. 
And I, that's that's why I think of the hawk. Yeah, we all lived as a flying creature. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> can fly nine feet. You're a hawk. Like, motherfucker. No, I was a peregrine falcon. Peregrine falcon. They can, like, go, like, 200 miles an hour or some yep. shit. Damn. That's crazy. Good job, yeah. No, 200 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that in elementary school. It's stuck somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was a pirate. I wonder if I was a knight at some point. I always loved Robin Hood. I wonder if I knew Robin Hood. Robin of Loxley. <laughs> I guess. Uh, what if you were Pontius Pilate or something? <laughs> or Herod? Like, oh, you were King Herod? Motherfucker. I, I've never dreamt of that. I don't know what that says. but Killing babies? <laughs> no, if you haven't, like, man, I wonder what life was like for Herod. Maybe you're Herod, or you knew him. If you haven't considered that, I think you're off the hook. Oh, for the podcast? <laughs> no, I mean, if you ever thought, like, I wonder what it would be like to be King Herod. Maybe that's a sign that you were King Herod, and now you're re- reincarnated. Betcha. Yep. Like, you used to be a dick. <laughs> like, if you were right. super racist, like, maybe you were a black person, and then when it's all said and done, you, you gotta look at that and be like, oh, shit. Fuck. Might hold things a little closer to the vest. Yeah, 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 you might want to be a little more contemplative and meditative (laughs) throughout life. I mean, just pragmatically. Yeah. Whatever. What if in a form of your life you were the person you hate? Like, you hate gay people. (laughs) And you were, like, the most fucking flamboyant gay dude ever, like, 150 years ago. Oh, that would be perfect. I, I hope that... Is hope, that justice? It de- <laughs> It is. And I hope that... Hope it, <laughs> I hope that happens for, you know, everybody on some sort of level. On some you, level. That you experience that kind of justice. Like, oh, shit. You're both the gay dude and the bigot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're both the KKK member and the dude who worked in the fields picking yeah. cotton as a black dude. I'm pretty sure that's how it's Is that how justice out. works? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's got that, that, it, that seems like at least God has a sense of humor in some way, like a dark sense of humor. <laughs> but no, and I think that's the only only way it can work out if God is sovereign. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's the only way. I, ultimately, I think that's maybe that's what. If experiential knowledge means something, like <laughs> damn, maybe you've transcended all the different demographics, and you get to the end, you're like. Ah, Shit. <laughs> Shouldn't have been such a dick. Uh, I I really think so. That yeah. might be true. It seems plausible. I think everybody's going to have that oh shit moment. <laughs> like, god damn it. Ah, fuck. <laughs> In some way or another, I think. I mean, I believe that. I don't know what it looks like. I don't think you got to sit there and watch the real. No. But just at least a moment like... Uh, Oh, shit. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, even if it's just for a millisecond, yeah. whatever. As long as it, it changes As you, long right? as it works. As long as it works, yeah. As long as it works, you're like, oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what did I say? I said, Heil Hitler? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did, sorry. <laughs> God damn. Mm, fuck. Yeah. Okay. As long as you see the error of your ways. <clears throat> no, I mean, perhaps the ends justify the means. I mean, perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps. There's got to be maybe some point to it all. Even the shittiest <clears throat> things we've done. got to think so. I got faith. I mean, it's, it's at least part of the story. I mean, I'm not saying it's <laughs> your best shining moment, but No, but it this, is where, <laughs> this is where Buddhism... Buddhism is the answer to everything. I mean, as long as you're okay in the present moment, it, it doesn't matter what happened in the past, what might yeah. happen in the future. There's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in that. It helps for sure. It helps. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. It right. definitely no, helps. it definitely does. It's very practical, especially in the day to day. Like we always think in like the most craziest ways like how can it help in these crazy situations well it can it helps a little but in but in the day-to-day it's certainly helpful like if you think about 
if you're awake for like 16 hours a day, if you sleep less like me, more, how many are you, how many of those hours are you actually in the moment? If you're at a, yeah, if you're at an hour, you're killing it. <laughs> if you're a pro, if you're, if you're a hour. pro, you're a fucking monk. You're a guru. You might be more, but most of us, probably not a lot. We're always like worried about what's on our calendar, what we're doing tomorrow, or we're pining on some shit that happened last week or a month ago or a year ago or something. One or the other. We're not there in the beautiful present moment. Not as often I mean, as we should be. No. Maybe just to bring it to a different level. Even if I think the ultimate goal should be at any present moment, are you at peace? You know, whether or not you're thinking about the past, the present, the future. Sure. You can always be, you can be in the past, in the present. I mean. You can be at both. It's not either or. You can be at both no. places. Yeah. The yeah. point is that you just don't wobble. I mean, just totally engage what you're doing in the present moment. Right. Yeah. If you're reminiscing about the past, be present with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I think everything, like Richard Rohr would say, everything belongs. Like the past belongs, the future belongs. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't be dualistic and but completely maybe... think that the past is bad or something. Don't do that. I think if you're being genuine, being genuine is the litmus test. Right. I mean, as long as you're not fake, yeah. you're so, where you got to be. Yep. We're always so fake, though. <laughs> so, sorry. So, sorry, I'm doing my best, but yeah. I'm being pretty fake right now. <laughs> oh, you bastard. That's the end of this podcast. I quit. I'm just kidding. It's only episode 11. <clears throat> I gotta make it to 100 at least. Shit. We'll work it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We've never really fought, though. We've never had to work anything out. I think that's the beauty of this relationship. It's been almost five years. I don't think we've had drama, have we? I can't remember one time. No. It's and it's not I'm gonna say it's very unique. I don't I think it is unique, man. I don't see it. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, man. Yeah, cheers thank to that. There you go. I hate drama, man. I hate it. I'll do whatever I can to it's avoid, avoid it. it. Yeah, I don't mind like intensity, but I hate drama. Like, if you're going to be intense, just be present with it. Be real. Like, fucking say what you got to say. Be done with it. Don't be judgmental. Don't try to hide. Just be out with it. No grudges, no nothing. Just done. But the drama is when it gets all, like, weird and fake and no one wants to really say what they want to say and everything is a big deal and no one's uh, assuming the best in the other person. You know, none of that. That's when drama happens. So... If nothing else, we fight against that cancer. <laughs> the cancer of passive aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah, and drama. Oh, my God. it's it. I'm not good with it. I don't handle it well. I try not to be around it, so I don't have too much practice with it. I mean, right. And when it happens, I'm, I'm just like, fuck, I'm not great. I, I haven't assessed how I've done. You just step away, just bounce, <laughs> ghost on that shit. You know, better than average. Yeah, I don't know. Well, better to avoid it than engage in it. Man, <laughs> not everything is a big deal. It's like, yeah, sometimes people fuck up. Okay. <clears throat> I think drama is always created when like we hold everyone to a standard that we don't hold ourselves. <laughs> it's like everyone's fucking around. Everyone's bullshit. Everyone sucks. And it's like, wait a minute. Like you might suck too. Like you're not perfect. So have a little grace. That that might be what we do on this podcast. I hope so. So <laughs> I try to do in every situation. And I'm not great at it all the time, but I don't. But I'm working on it. Yeah, we're all, yeah. As long as you're working on it, as long as people are self-aware, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Be honest. When you are, you're like, yeah, I was a dick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I say don't be a dick. I've been a dick for sure, but at least yeah, admit it. I have been for sure. The biggest, that's one of the biggest issues I have with like Christianity as a whole, man. It's like, okay, you say you're just a, you're a sinner. You say you're this and that, 
But sometimes it's like, damn, you kind of act like your shit don't stink. Like you're, <laughs> everyone else is this and that. The world's this. These people are that. It's like, damn, sweep off your own porch first. Yeah, my porch is messy, but you're just a fucking shithole. <laughs> Come on. Just admit it. That's all. That's a good jumping yeah. off point. Like, admit it. Yep. Be honest. Just be honest. Yep. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. It's hard to be honest, though. We're always so judgmental. I mean, we're so scared to, like, say who we really are. Be vulnerable. Vulnerability is not something we do well. Not something we do well. But I got to say, from my experience, it's so it, it's okay to be honest. Everybody, everybody is just trying to be honest. I think everyone wants to be honest. Everybody wants to be, and everybody wants to be comfortable with being honest. Right. And Deep down, that seems true. In people's most honest moments with themselves, they'd like to be honest. But then you go about your daily grind and <laughs> see the people you always see and... Everyone's putting on a face. Everyone's putting on a mask. It's hard, but it is hard. I will. I will try to be my be my best. <laughs> That's right. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's all we can do. Can't expect anything more, man. That's why when it comes to, when it comes to all these issues, like we started talking about in abortion, like it, all, the people on the other side for the most part are trying to do the best. Hopefully, I hope so. Even the people I disagree with the most, I hope they're at least trying their best. They want the right. Whatever they think they think is right, whatever they think is moral, ethical. Yeah. You know, I'll at least concede that for most people, even if I vehemently disagree with you. But assume the best in me too. Don't don't assume. If someone's not anti abortion like you are, don't assume they're just like this they want to kill kids. <laughs> like, come on, get the fuck out of here, man. This is stupid. Yeah. Don't assume that. No. If nothing else, please, I <laughs> Yeah. yeah, obviously, I'm not. I'm not in love with old killing babies. <laughs> no, if that, if that's how you define it, if a fetus is a baby and you're saying you're killing babies, like no, no one's excited about this. So don't don't be a dick when you talk to him. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just being a pragmatist. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So I wish we could all be a little more pragmatic, but yeah, maybe we're all trying. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure this shit out. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we won't. I think 80% of us are trying. I, I think so. <laughs> I hope more, but maybe you're right. <laughs> I haven't ran the numbers, but uh, if you're listening to this show, hopefully you're at least trying. We all, I think most, most, most of our listeners are. God 80%. Bless. Yeah. 80%. So 20 of y'all <laughs> need to, 20% of y'all need to step up your game. <laughs> night, night. Uh, yeah. Are you ready to rock? You ready to roll? Oh, just to chill. Yeah, you ready to call us a night? Yeah. I think I'm ready too, man. The sun's going down. It's getting a little chilly. I think it's time to stoke the fire. It is. It's looking good. I don't think we'll have to cut things short. No, I don't. I was worried about the rain for a minute, but we got a little bit of clear skies above us, and we're good to shut this down. At least my computer won't get fucked. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening. If you could, please, uh, even if you don't listen on iTunes... If you could go onto iTunes and leave a review, we would be forever grateful. Be honest with it. If you really think we deserve one star, give us a star. <laughs> Five would be yeah. nice. I don't know. But um, And if you want to support us on, on Patreon, that would be super helpful because uh, this does cost money, believe it or not. And um, so it's patreon.com slash the bonfire sessions. And what we're doing for you is going on location we got to hit one up soon. we got Gold Bluffs Beach coming up real quick. So we got some real good on-location podcast episodes where we're traveling around the Northern California area and recording bonus content for those. And, yeah. You got what? And, you got something it, delicious. It, it, it'll be better, better than the usual podcast. We, we promise so, to make yeah. the Patreon episodes better than this. So if you <laughs> thought this was shit, that's fine. <laughs> the on-location episodes will be good. So that's the promise. This will be average at best. Patreon, you're getting good shit. <laughs> now, hopefully this is good. Hopefully you liked it. It was. All right. I, I thought so. I had a good time. <laughs> but yeah, do that. And we got a website, thebonfiresessions.net. That can be bookmarked, bookmarked so you can always get caught up with episodes. And yeah, we'll see you on episode 12. 
which will be coming up next week, so make sure you stay tuned, motherfuckers. Guys, see you later. Oh, I forgot to say one thing. Don't be Shit. a dick. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Everyone's going to be a dick unless <laughs> I said something. So don't be a dick. I, th- I think we're good. I think we're good, yes. By now, everyone is dickless. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Thank you.